0: This week, The Ringer launched Binge Mode, a podcast dedicated to rewatching and giving expert analysis on our favorite TV shows. For the next six weeks, The Ringer's Mallory Rubin and Jason Concepcion will dive deep into HBO's Game of Thrones. From theories to history to their best impersonations of Robert Baratheon, watch along with our Thrones experts. The first 10 episodes of Binge Mode dropped Monday, June 5th. That was yesterday, which corresponds with season one of Game of Thrones. Every Monday after, we'll release a new batch of 10 episodes leading up to the premiere of Game of Thrones season seven. You can subscribe to Binge Mode now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Bachelorette Party. I'm Juliette Littman. This week's episode of The Bachelorette was pretty excellent. I think the week three is my favorite week of every season, and therefore had to bring one of my favorite guests, Mr. Ben Higgins. Hello, Ben.
1: Hey, Juliette. Week three, one of your favorite episodes.
0: Yeah, I think week three is always good. I was just thinking about it because you've whittled it down. Like, they started with 31 guys. Now, there's still, like, way too many, but... You can really focus on like who's important, who matters, and the group uh. dates are also smaller. I just think it's a I think it's a good, a good, a good number. So we're gonna talk about the episode. We're gonna talk about Lucas and Wabooms fighting. We are then going to get into the group date when they went to Ellen. Then then we'll spend some time on Eric. We'll do a sweep of the news in the bachelor world. And then I'm introducing a new segment today, which is uh, the closing Rachel highlight because she's so awesome. She deserves like the best Rachel moment of the week. So we're going to start doing that starting today. Um, But first, Ben, what's up with you? Where are you right now?
1: I am sitting in my office in Denver, Colorado. Um. Well, I just got done working for the day. Nice. So what do you do? I. T- <laughs> well, I'm do. I I still have the same job I had before all this craziness happened. I am. I'm selling um a, a brokerage software. Oh, cool. uh, for the financial services industry. So if you want me to keep going into that, we can do that. <laughs> um, or we can lose a bunch of listeners.
0: Well, um, do you have like some friends where? You've known them for so long that you can no longer ask them like the big life questions. Like you just have to pretend that you know.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely.
0: I don't want to go down that road with you. I wanted to have clarity on precisely what your job was. So I saw it. I saw an opening and I seized it.
1: (laughs) I love that. Well, and I do have to. I'd be so upset with myself if we hung up the phone and I wasn't able to tell you that I am still working in generous coffee. Um, is up and going nice we, uh, we're clo- yeah we're getting ready to launch the website which is amazing so if, if for anybody that hasn't heard or, or know about it yet it is uh, a couple buddies and i started a coffee company that all uh profits are going to three different charities um including humanity and hope united which is the charity that i'm on the board of uh so that has been just like a, a kind of a passion project for me over the last few uh months and and we're just getting ready to kick it off.
0: That's awesome. Um, are you like a coffee connoisseur? Like, are you a big coffee drinker?
1: Not at all. No, no. Actually, um, it kind of all came out of nowhere. We were just really um, looking for a for-profit idea to support nonprofits because fundraising is hard and difficult and and time-consuming. So, coffee is um, was was a great product for us because it, co- it can come straight from Honduras, which is a country that oh, cool. we have a lot of connections in. And, and so right. that's where that came from.
0: Cool. Well, that's exciting. And then you have a third gig, which you, which you didn't want to discuss, but I'm going to make you. Um,
2: <laughs> actually, like, oh, no. There's
0: actually two things. You, there's just, there's two things. One is that, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know Ben is no longer with Lauren. Right, Ben?
1: I, I, that, is, that is correct, Juliet. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Okay. Um, you know, I, I am. Just to be as brief as possible, as short as possible, like, um, breakups aren't fun. Uh, they're difficult, and they're hard, and I'm not great at being single, and I don't I don't like this world, the transition, but I'm doing really well.
0: Good. Well, it sounds like you're busy, because the other thing that you're doing is you have a new podcast. It's called Almost Famous.
1: Uh, it is, yes. So um, thank you for bringing it up on your podcast. <laughs> well, <Julia. laughs> I, only, I
0: wanted to bring it up, because I'm a little upset. I mean, we have talked Why? about it, you and I, because I just think you should have done a podcast with me.
1: Boy, I was never offered. I was never asked.
0: I didn't know it was on the I table. I would have loved to.
1: <laughs> I didn't know it was on I the table, Ben.
0: To. Oh, God.
1: Well, I, w- I was upset, too. I was kind of waiting for that call, waiting for, sure. you know, hey, oh, you know, Ben, we could talk more. Um, <laughs> but, no, I got a call from iHeartRadio uh, a few months ago, and they. Uh, and they just asked if I would have any interest in, in pursuing um a podcast. Uh and and it was kind of a general idea behind it, it was not exactly bachelor or bachelorette focus, but just more life and kinda of what's going on. Um so that's where it spun from. And I and I actually Juliet, uh surprisingly, I really like to talk. Um <laughs> <laughs> and I really like doing the podcast. Um it's so fun. yes, I, I'm upset that you never asked, but that doesn't mean we can't continue to to talk this way.
0: That's true. It's true. I know. I'm, I'm, happy you're on, I'm happy you're on today's show. And I'm happy for you. Uh your co your co host is Ashley I of The Bachelor World mm-hmm. that everyone knows. How how is it going working with her?
1: It's actually going really well. It was a surprise pairing. Um, yes, Ashley and I me knew too. each other, but not super well. Yeah, you are surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's going great. And actually, the more and more I get to know about Ashley, the more and more I just appreciate her humor and intelligence and then her perspective on, on life and The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Uh, the one thing about Ashley that I'm not necessarily, uh, or I don't feel necessarily the same about is she is a massive fan of the show. Right. I'm um, like, to the point of, you know, I think when she cries on these shows, it's not coming from a place of uh, drama or, or like any type of um, uh, not being real. She's she's being completely real. She's being herself. She's being as generous as possible. She's so just invested into this process that is The Bachelor and Bachelorette that, and Bachelor in Paradise. It's fun to talk to her um, cool. because I don't get that way a lot of times.
0: Sure, yeah, she's like a she's like a real analyst of the game.
1: Mm-hmm. She, yeah, li- she is. Is and she it,
0: uh, is she liking the season so far?
1: She loves it. Yeah, um, I actually just talked to her about it because. For a while, I wasn't, you know, really, it was just weird for me. You know, JoJo's season was weird to watch. Sure. Um, just not, I just didn't. And, and Lauren and I at the time were just kind of just trying to separate ourselves. And then Nick's season, uh, I watched it as much as I could, but I was really busy at the time. I missed a bunch of episodes. So I wasn't as invested as, as I am right now. And I think I'm invested right now, honestly, because... And this is going to sound weird, and I'm, I've been told that it's always been this way, but I'm just <laughs> seeing it now, maybe because you know I've been blinded to it. But like this crap of guys just seem incredibly unique, interesting, abnormal, odd, interesting is a good word. No, so I, I'm not calling them interesting. Above. I'm
0: calling your take interesting. Um, I think that I think you're dancing around the fact that these dudes are not as good as Rachel. Like she is awesome, and yes. I just think they're not they're not as good with her. I mean like this is a good segue into this week's episode because probably the two worst dudes were Lucas aka Waboom, I just call him Waboom, and Blake E. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. um the episode began with them kind of having like some tension and um basically Waboom told Rachel this story of how uh he, I don't know how he knows this but he claims that Lucas was standing over his bed while he was sleeping I mean sorry Blake was doing that while eating a banana let's let's listen to the clip and Lucas will explain it
1: I mean the other night like you know he was you know, over my bed you know uh, peeling a banana and he was like licking the banana like this
2: okay. you know and I woke up and I was like why why is this okay yeah
0: is this real or is this a joke? Okay, so you know he—that's an absurd story. Um, lot, a lot of questions there. Like, did someone tell him? Did he secretly have his eyes open? Like, what is that? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make, I, doesn't make any sense.
1: It's confusing for everybody. I mean, yeah. his eyes were a little bit fogged over during this conversation. <laughs> um, I have a feeling this isn't coming from a place um, that is sober. Sure, but. Either way, uh, his mind was going to a place that was not only confusing, um, but just odd, but but I don't know about you, but that part didn't even upset me because I think Rachel is, is so smart and and definitely smart enough to realize in that situation that like whatever Lucas is telling her isn't exactly true and if it is true, like there's a backstory to it. Oh, um and yeah. so I don't think that didn't upset me
0: that much. Well, okay. And Blake's rebuttal was like even more ridiculous. So she confronted Blake about it. And do you mm-hmm. remember what, remember what Blake said? He was like, this can't be true. <laughs> yeah, the-
1: <laughs> this isn't true
0: because I'm on a special diet and I don't eat bananas because I don't eat carbs.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, so good. So
0: good, Blake. So that good. is so, so L.A. Like what an L.A. response. And as we know, Blake lives in Venice beach where he's like obsessed with his penis and it's just completely absurd i don't know how rachel held it together during that moment
1: no she's doing a great job we we'd both recognize that she you yeah. know doing this myself at one point and now seeing her in the same situation um sometimes i think in the back i remember like situations like this and i never had something as crazy as happen but when these conversations are occurring and you're like this is just off and odd in the but you want to listen and you want to be attentive to what the person's saying in the back of your head I can't imagine what the conversation was going on in Rachel's head I know. like she, she has to be so confused and so upset and so mad at just the show and the world at this point knowing that like she is you know dating this guy that is also <laughs> telling her that you know there's no way the story is true because his diet doesn't allow it um
0: when you were on the show- to, oh go ahead sorry yeah. go ahead
1: I was going to say that's the moment that 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 Blake really, I think, started to to irk me, where um, for, for I really recognize that this guy and I just don't see eye to eye.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's a kind way of putting it. Um, I have a question for something that you just said. Um, yeah. When you were on the show, did you really consider it like I'm dating all of these women?
1: No, I, I don't think so. You I think you. Said. I that's think I you're normal. Would say. Yeah, you'd say you're getting to know them. Right. Um yeah, you know, it's it's kind of like it a like especially cocktail parties felt like you were at a networking event. Like right. you're you're kind of just bouncing around talking to as many people as possible, getting to know as much about somebody as as you possibly can. Um but at the end of the night you're exhausted because you're socially drained. And and so none of that is exactly refreshing.
0: Right, right. You know, okay. so, Makes so sense.
1: dating hopefully is refreshing. Networking is not.
0: It's true. Okay, that makes sense. That, that 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 yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, I guess. Um, okay, I have a theory to share with you. Some pe- some people are saying this Blake, and by some people I mean my coworkers. <laughs> Blake and Lucas were on a show together before. They were on a show called X Isle, and one of them hooked up with the other one's ex, and now like one of them is roommates with some whatever. Like they have all, they have all these connections. Do you think it's possible that that fight at the end? Well, we'll listen to the clip in a second, was completely staged, and they're just in they're in cahoots together.
1: Oh. No. I think they absolutely hate each other. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to... St- and my theory is, if you're going to stage a fight, like, stage it out where you both look decently intelligent in your responses to each other. Like, I know. They, if, if they stage this, they stage it with the idea of, let's make each other look as ridiculous as possible. Um so that maybe people talk about it, but like, that wouldn't make that much sense to me.
0: It was, it was pretty absurd. Actually, the only thing that, I was, that kind of won me over on this, on this theory was um, Blake was a little too good at saying Wah-Boom himself. Like, here, let's, let's listen to him say it.
1: You're a washed-up joke. I can't help but feel like if you weren't here, I would have had a real shot at getting to know Rachel, but because you were too busy wah <laughs>
2: booming
1: and making a joke out of this experience, I'm going home. You win, Lucas.
0: It's like he's done this so many times before. I I just was like, I was like, I'm I don't know how to do the waboom convincingly. I'm not going to try right now, but I couldn't do it. And I feel like Blake's pretty good at it. That's like he's so good. It's almost like copyright infringement or something.
1: Mm-hmm. No, you're right. And yeah, I I don't know honestly, Juliet. Like the only I guess I've never even thought about it that way. The only thing I thought during this whole argument was, um, I I just feel bad for Rachel. Yeah. You yes, know, so honestly, like this, this situation is taking away from, it's actually not taking away. It's entertaining and it's making her life easier because she's probably sitting back laughing, hopefully maybe having a drink, watching this go down because this is a, this is a moment that she doesn't have to, to be talking to these two crazies.
0: Right. And it's almost like they basically eliminated themselves. Like they didn't even make the work hard for her.
1: No, no, so, definitely not.
0: They could just peace out, bounce out of there
1: definitely i would say to just a just a tip
0: Ooh, a a ben higgins tip i love it i wish i had a sound (laughs) effect for that
1: (laughs) this could be a new segment um the anytime um you meet a a man who speaks of his anatomy in the way that he did from the very beginning um that's probably not somebody you want to invest too much time into long term yeah Agreed. I would Agreed. just take that away. So all the people tendering, bumbling, hinging, uh, whatever you're doing out there, if on the first date or even within the first couple texts back and forth that this comes up and this is a, a point of, of pride or of, of uh, bragging from, from the person, just kindly walk away. It's, it's not <laughs> worth your time.
0: You're so right, Ben. And quick follow-up, are you using dating apps now that you've referenced them?
1: no shot no <laughs> way no oh my gosh so you'd
0: you're, rather you go on The Bachelor literally... you'd rather go on The Bachelor than use Tinder is what you're saying
1: oh my gosh well wait whoa whoa whoa, whoa. let me let me be careful how I respond to this um neither <laughs> but <laughs> um you no know, you, the idea of of dating apps is is the whole like it gives me anxiety it's it's just not a good place for me right now. I'm okay. stumbling. I don't even know the okay. words that tell you right now. Like this you're makes so, me nervous talking. Yeah, you're about
0: so flustered. It. Wow.
1: Okay. I'm flustered. <laughs> I don't want to, Julie. I don't want to.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Just I just wanted some clarity. Thank you. You provided it. We can move on now. <laughs> um, let's move on to the Ellen group date. Being by the way, being <clears> on <throat> a group date seems like that would give me anxiety, but that's okay. Um. So, <laughs> Ellen. Uh, is the site of this week's group date, which, by the way, this show is really stepping up the um, celebrity appearances. So far this season, we've had Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, we've had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and now Ellen, who's like literally one of the most famous people in the world. It's crazy.
1: It is crazy. Yeah, that's it's exciting too for the show. I mean, it shows that the impact the show has or, you know, obviously these celebrities are going on the show to help Rachel out, but also to, you know, kind of promote you know their show or whatever projects they are doing at the time yeah but um, what's Ellen promoting bachelor-
0: I mean she's I mean just- probably her show yeah I mean of course but I don't even think she needs it like I, I just feel like I just feel like these people I just feel like the Bachelor is more popular than ever and the yeah. celebrities are turning out for it did you see last week with Ash- Ashton and Mila
1: yeah yeah nope. no, know and, and, and then Kareem I mean that's crazy
0: I know I'm like obsessed with Ashton and Mila now I, I didn't really think about them and now I just think they're the best hope they never break up um <laughs> Anyway. And
1: that's exactly why they came on the show, so <laughs> that people like you would now become obsessed with them.
0: Well, it was a success. They just seemed so great and normal. I'm really into them. Um, I also thought it was funny that Ashton said he started watching the show because people said he looked like Jared, which is just not true. Anyway, b- <laughs> back to this week. They go on the Allen group date. And yeah. um, I thought this was one of the mo- more awkward dates in Bachelor history, which is maybe controversial. However, mm-hmm. They have the guys. Um, they 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 play some games, whatever. But they also have the guys take their shirts off and basically like like um, dance like strippers, like literally. Brian had like all these dollar bills coming out of his his waist mm-hmm. as a result. And this show is um, definitely sexist and like you know has a lot of things that are wrong with it. And like that's fine. You accept that's the price of entry of watching this show. But I kind of thought this was sneakily the most. Explicit objectification of men or women, like maybe in the show's history, they made them into strippers.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, y- I, yes, that's exactly. it. Maybe that's why it makes everybody feel so uncomfortable. Does it make um, you I uncom- like Am point- I making
0: you uncomfortable again, Ben?
1: Yes, this whole. T- I've talked to you for fifteen minutes, and I've been uncomfortable the whole time. <laughs> um, I'm
0: sorry. I, I want this to be a happy place for you.
1: <laughs> you bring up my relationship. You bring up the dating apps you bring up with my bachelor if i go on the bachelor again you bring up male strippers like all of this hit, is hitting hitting just too close to home no i i think honestly like i like your point it's the price you pay or you know you're getting into it when you watch the bachelor yeah. bachelorette you know the argument of is it sexist or not you know that's always going to exist in a show like this because the format is the way it is yeah um this segment and and, and i'm i've I felt very odd just about myself after watching this week's episode is because I was negative the whole time. Like you I were? don't think there's a moment in this episode mm. that I was like, not that like, I wasn't mad at the show. I wasn't mad at the people. I just felt like the whole show was like kind of rubbing me the wrong way. Making huh. me feel too anxious or, but like, especially this date. Right. So yeah. for one reason, this this date made me feel out very odd because I pictured myself on this date and I know what kind of shape I'm in compared to these guys and I was like <laughs> this would be the, one of the most embarrassing places you could or situations you could ever put me in like ever um, and then yeah it was just weird to watch all these like dudes dance around with shirtless it's just weird
0: yeah it just it just was like um, a lot more explicit than the show usually is and like if you know like it's it's twenty five women vying for a man's attention, and even and obviously they do the opposite now with Rachel as well. But like first of all, the Bachelor is in the ratings more popular than the Bachelorette, and the, the whole show just sort of imposes a really um, conservative, like small C, like value set onto like what is marriage and sort of like how you should approach it or whatever. And like obviously there there are people who come out of the show who I really like, and I don't think everyone just goes on like purely because they're just looking for. Marriage, I think this is it. Like, and obviously, you can speak to that more than I can. But it's like, you know, people go on to be, like, be on a reality show and like for a funny experience, whatever. But it does impose a certain, like, really retrograde structure, which, you know, for whatever reason doesn't bother me and millions of other people. Maybe it should. But just this one this one week watching them strip on Ellen was just like so I was just sort of like, whoa, this is kind of a different level for the show. And like I don't know if it was good or bad, but it definitely was um the most like, oh, these are pieces of meat and like we're gonna have fun with them. Then then more so than usual. And that's not even mm-hmm. romantic. Usually there's like kind of like a a f- There's it's either like super goofy and wacky, or like overly romantic, like too like too much. So, and this was neither. It was kind of, It was it was it was just kind of like a huh moment for me.
1: Yeah, I agree. And you know, one of the I remember this. I just thought about this as you were talking. When I was uh, doing my season of the Bachelor, one of the dates that we were coming up with and talking through as a team because I don't think it's a secret, right? Like yeah. Rachel's <laughs> maybe helping plan these dates, but like she has a whole team of people Rachel's helping her to like together. Calling
0: like calling Ellen and be like, "Hey Ellen, can <laughs> I bring no. these guys by?"
1: <laughs> no. So if anybody's watching the show believing that, like sorry to ruin this for you, but like you shouldn't expect that. Um, we were in Vegas, Las Vegas uh, for a week of of my season and one of the date ideas was to go to um, I think just do like a, a strip tease class or something. And I think we all kind of sat around the table and, and talked it through. And then it was like, this just doesn't feel right. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't feel like who I am um, or who any of these girls are or who we you know, want to portray them as. Um, and so it kind of got nixed. But I remember the idea getting brought up. And it kind of like made me think through that and say, like, you know, what would we communicate to the viewer or to these women if this was the situation I put them in? Right. Um and so, that, I mean, I, I don't know, give or take that, but the, that was a situation I remember. And it was yeah. similar to, I guess, this Ellen experience. Totally. I'm with these guys. But it's, you don't hear a lot of, like, you're not hearing a lot of, like, criticism from it. Yeah, I know. The date art.
0: I think it's yeah. partially because really? Al- Ellen is so, like, family friendly, like, I, you know, and her show is in mm-hmm. general, that it's kind of like. Having the men like jokingly like be act like strippers on Ellen is very different than like taking a group of women to a, a strip club in Vegas or like a striptease class in Vegas. You know what I mean? Like it's it's kind of like yeah. all about like how you do it and where you do it. And I'm not I'm not just like co-signing and you know, we're talking it through right now, but it definitely was yeah. like interesting. Like this is the direction they're going with for this show. I don't know. It was really weird, and then it really quickly pivoted. They put their shirts back on. By the way, all these guys have just like amazing bodies. I, I, I think they must it's not stupid. eat. I mean, like, I don't. How do you live? I mean, how is that possible? Do you ever have a meal for I pleasure? Know. I don't get it.
1: I just don't get it. Yeah, it makes me mad. I mean, it doesn't make me mad. It just makes me more like, Confused because I feel like <laughs> I work kind of hard, I'm just not there. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, they put their shirts back on. I would say that Al- that Peter from who had the one on one last last week was wearing a really great cardigan. I was really into it. Um, yeah. Then they start playing like some Never Have You Ever game. The Never Have You Ever game, and Rachel's like, I love the game Never Have I Ever. And um, first of all, I do not. I remember like hating playing it in college, but like, of course you had to um and one of the questions was have you thought have you thought about having sex with Rachel and it's asked to the six guys and um only and two sorry four of them said yes two said no and i have a, i have a i have a take which i'm curious to hear your your uh Opinion on, but I if I were Rachel, I'd be like, you haven't thought about having sex with me. Like, why are you here still? Because this show at this point, all you have is attraction to each other. You don't really know each other. So if you're not thinking Mm -hmm. about it, like, what's the point? I I would almost be like, okay, well if you haven't thought about it, then maybe you shouldn't be here.
1: Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um. I think those guys had to be lying, right? Like, yeah, they
0: had to be lying.
1: (laughs) They had to be like. There's no shot. And maybe they're just nervous and they just felt like it was an inappropriate question. So they thought they would go with, you know, you know, their grandma's going to be watching this, their mom's, dad's, whatever, going to be watching this. Like, it, I don't, I don't blame them for the strategy of, okay, let's like be appropriate in a situation that we know millions of people are going to watch here in a couple months. Like, that's okay to me. Sure. Um, because you don't want to ruin your, you know, ruin your character or embarrass your family based on some question you're getting asked to Ellen that, you know, is probably hopefully not going to be that important long term. But I agree with you. Um, because at this point in the show, you have you have a great insight into this, Julia. But like, you aren't around each other very often. Right. All you have is um, ideas of who Rachel is or who could she, who she could be to you. Um, you know, you you see her in passing. You see her for moments at a time. You're thinking about her probably most of your day because there's not a lot else to think about. And if like at none of those moments something intimate pops into your head, well, that's maybe just odd or hey more power to you you are pure and I desire to be that pure (laughs) one day you
0: do I don't I don't desire to be that pure I was just like come on I mean (laughs) neither do you Ben come on Uh, (laughs) it's it's fine this is not a place this is not a place of purity anyway um but I was just like why even pretend I thought that actually was like a bad side I was Rachel I was like uh, no no thanks guys Uh, ultimately ultimately the date was won by Alex the Russian who was very funny he apologized to someone's grandmother for dancing up on her um, which was like probably the lightest moment of the show it was kind of a breakout week for Alex but like he you know, he he got a lot of time on the group daily, I guess because he got the, the rose, but I'm just sort of like, eh, I'm not I'm not investing in him. I don't know. He was one of the ones okay. who said he had he had an uh he had not thought about having sex with Rachel, which is just, you know, like as we said, ridiculous. Um we need to talk about Eric, but first let me tell everyone about one of my favorite apps, Hotel Tonight. Ooh. If you're like me and you're not so great at planning ahead, I've got good news for you. There's this awesome app called Hotel Tonight that helps you find amazing hotel deals at the last minute. It sounds counterintuitive, but unlike flights, hotel rates usually get cheaper at the last minute. And Hotel Tonight helps hotels sell their unsold rooms, allowing them to pass those details along to you. And these aren't last resort places. They're actually cool, top-rated hotels you'll want to stay in. And with so many awesome partner hotels in a ton of different countries, Hotel Tonight can help you find a great hotel almost anywhere it's perfect for a spontaneous getaway or finally going on that trip you've been wanting to take for a while or if you're like me and you don't really feel like going on a trip but you wanted to like mix it up a little bit you could do a staycation I live on the east side of LA but sometimes I just want to be at the beach so I was thinking about doing a hotel tonight on the west side who knows and you could do that too because even though the app's name is hotel tonight you can book up to a week in advance so if you, you know you're going to come to LA and you're thinking about it you can make it work all it takes is 10 seconds just three taps and a swipe so get in on these killer last minute deals and download the hotel tonight app now okay let's get back to it the kind of last big beat of this week's episode was everything that's going on with eric and it all sort of stemmed from one thing he said let's listen
2: to it what i see i kind of feel like it's a lot of um facades playing play i'm invested i'm gonna be fooled i don't think she's faking i'm just saying like it seemed like she's playing a game until she gets what she's supposed to get
0: Okay, so Eric said he didn't think Rachel was being real. Did what he say ring wrong for you or offend you in any way?
1: Not at all. No, Not at all. He's uh, no. I'll start with that. (laughs) I agree
0: because he's not saying she is fake or she has the wrong motives. He's actually kind of like just like savvy. He kind of like understands of where things are and he's got a sense of like kind of like for lack of a better word like the game.
1: You yeah, no, he's he's getting into the mode of the mode that you see every season. Have a couple people feel this way, right? Where they're they're into Rachel. I think he's doing it well. He's into Rachel. He's not claiming a love or you know a, a long fantasy wedding with Rachel. He's claiming, hey, I'm just into her, and I don't feel that back. And I see her making um, connections with other with other guys in front of me that I'm not feeling myself, and I want to know why that is because I know how I feel about her, right. and it, it, my the only other participant in this is her is rachel and so she might not feel that way about me and and it really comes down to patience um people stop stop to lose stop losing patience at this point um because they're too anxious and, right. and they're vulnerable and they don't like to be sharing uh, something that they're pursuing after
0: yeah totally so then things get worse for eric or whatever Rachel brings in some of her friends from Nick's season. There's Raven, who came in second. There's Corinne, who was um, crazy. Neither you nor I liked Corinne. We discussed her last time. And uh, And she
1: grew on you, though, right? Yeah, she
0: did grow on me. And I will say, Mm -hmm. I actually think the other women like her. Um, And like, I think you could tell during the season, Rachel liked her. And if Rachel likes her, that kind of makes me be like, oh, okay, maybe she's better than it seemed. Like, I was only seeing her when she was sloppy drunk or something. Um,
1: yeah, I could tell you that most of the women from I haven't I've only I haven't actually met anybody from last like from next season. Not one of them, but from. From Ashley' eyes perspective, most of the women do like Corinne, and, yeah. and they appreciate who she is.
0: Yeah, you, I kind of got that sense. So, like after uh, after I realized like what was happening with the editing, I kind of came around on her. That's good to hear. I'd love to hear. I, I got to talk to Ashley anyway. more, better takes. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, anyway, the women come in, and they like, kind of like get to know the guys. They go with Rachel on the mud wrestling date. Very brief diversion. I just want to say that Kenny. Does, is a wrestler, a professional wrestler, and he's on this date, and he does not win the group date, Rose. If you're, if you're Kenny, how do you show your face around the wrestling community ever again?
1: <laughs> I agree. And he kind of got dominated from at least what it looked like. Yeah. like. He wasn't doing a lot. Yeah,
0: yeah, that was a um, really tough look for him.
1: Mm, very embarrassing. It's, you've kind of put him on the spot though, right? Like, the, You don't want to be the, like, the professional or something and then have to go on a date yeah with a bunch of other people and like be the best. There's a lot of pressure on that guy. I, I know.
0: Poor poor Kenny. He did talk himself up though. Anyway, so um <laughs> uh Raven asks the guys who is not there for the right reasons and Bryce and Lee both say um Eric. And uh then and then it just kind of everything kind of like kind of gets out of control from there and it's also like kind of a tricky conversation because we can't really go much further without mentioning Lee, who I don't know if you saw this last week, but it basically came out that he had all these tweets from like a few years ago that were mm. um, basically uh, you know, kind of like like very like anti Black Lives Matter, anti Islam, like anti Muslim, and uh also like anti-gay. And so there's just really kind of like basically very hateful tweets. And I I was just curious like when you were The Bachelor how much do you know how much research the producers did into the various contestants like how much and I guess you weren't privy to any information but like do you know what kind of like work went into that and you might not if you don't that's okay
1: no I mean I have an idea right I I don't think I can see where this would slip through right I mean I don't think they have a staff of people going through every single person's tweets Instagram social media accounts from that they're casting on the season. I just, I mean, if it's years ago, how do you expect them to do that? Right. They, they just can't. Um, but they do make sure that you're, I think, safe, that you don't have a history of, uh, a criminal history that you're, that you haven't shown yourself to be um, psychotic. Yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff does happen. But I could see where, I, I don't think, the. I mean, I think this is a, a lot bigger issue than, um, I think this is a big issue. Yeah. I, I do, I think. For him to get on the show and have a platform at all right now i think the bachelor probably is not excited about it or happy with it and there's no way they they uh did it they allowed him to go on the show if they, if they knew what this was going on
0: yeah because it's, it's really bad like if you go back and look at it like i mean this is like one of the least offensive things he wrote and he said um uh, he said guys when's the last time you actually saw a pretty mm-hmm. feminist there's a reason for this like that is literally the least offensive thing that he's written and like this and what and like the sampling i'm looking at like it's it's really bad and it's particularly unfortunate when they have the first black bachelorette like it just casts like a whole like a whole shadow over this and on top of that he becomes like a true villain this week and not in the way that like courtney robertson was ever a villain or like who's the or even like nick was a villain like lee says some really like just like offensive things like let's just listen to a couple of,
2: of of clips of things he says I we I have no reservations to tell you that I said that because you have the least relationship experience out of everybody here. But I don't even think that was a question. Was that a real question? It was you a who's, real question. Who's the least experienced guy? It here? was a real question. It wasn't a motive thing. It was that out of all the guys, you had the most to learn. So do you so you're saying uh, you think I don't you think I shouldn't be here? Have you or have you not experienced love? You know the answer to that. Which is no. So you haven't experienced love. Okay, That's but okay. What do you, why are you what are you getting? Okay, to? you are a great, capable individual. You, are, you have so much potential, and you're an amazing person. But last night I walked in and you were screaming. I don't care if Eric disrespects me, okay? He means nothing. This is all crazy. This is one kid with a bad issue, and I think there are better guys for her. Eric doesn't like losing. Neither do I, and it's not gonna be pretty. I'm happy you got the rose, man. That's good. You deserve it for growth.
0: His tweets being surfaced last week and now with this like really weird villain turn he's taken is like very, to me, very uncomfortable. Like this is like definitely the worst part of this season so far.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's, there's two thoughts I have. One is he's just got to go. And like, (laughs) I I hope the show, I mean, obviously the show didn't know this at the time. They're not going to tell Rachel to send him home, but. I hope that this just ends because this storyline is not one that I'm that I'm interested in it from the sense of, okay, you know, how dark can he go? But that's not also a healthy place for me to watch and be entertained by. So yeah. I don't, I just not, it's not a villain that I want to even watch because it's not like a Corinne who is kind of funny and innocent and just a little crazy and like, right. she's not harmful to anybody but herself. Um, he's actually harmful. I feel like to, to not only the the show, but to the people around him. And I agree with you. And there, there's a level too where it's my own, I, I guess how I, uh, my own personality is when I watch him patronize Eric, it's the one thing, like, I don't get very angry often, mm-hmm. but that would be the one time that like, as I'm watching that, I'm, I'm like getting angry myself knowing that there's a person out there that feels like they can sit on their, um, High horse and speak down to somebody like he was speaking down to Eric and like giving him advice on on life in, in and in a totally condescending way. It, really, this 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 Lee guy just I, I just don't want him around. I don't want him on the yeah. show. I don't want to watch the show with him in it. I
0: know he's he's like really like dark. I'm like, oh, this is like from like a weird twisted movie or something. He's not fun. Mm-hmm. And then Iggy confronts like, he talk, Eric talks to him too. And Iggy says to him, like, your opportunities for growth are X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, dude, is this a job interview? Like, your opportunities for growth? Are you evaluating his job performance? (laughs) Like, what the fuck?
1: (laughs) These people just aren't good at, like, like, it's like they can't be friends. It's weird, right? Like, I had a couple people when I was on The Bachelorette that I remember, like, Sean Booth and Chris Strandberg and, and J.J. Lane and Tanner Tolbert and Jared Haven. Like, those guys were just good friends to be there in the show. And they would have never came to anybody and said, hey, here's your opportunities for growth Ben, They'd just been like, hey, how you doing? Right. Like, or if I, if I was making a mistake, like, they would have just been like, like a friend would be like, you're being an idiot. Like (laughs) snap out of this. (laughs) Like, what are you like? What are you so like nervous about? Like there's 26 of us here. She has no clue what she's doing right now. She's just trying to make it like through a day. Right. Um, Yeah. But like
0: none of these guys are like lighthearted enough. Like they're not like, they don't Mm -hmm. seem like they're having fun
1: no not at all which is which is too bad because a lot of the bachelorette is you know it i i do have high regards to this show i i I think it can work i think it's it can be a great thing but i think also like and i would believe the show would even claim this. it's also just a good experience like you can learn about a lot about yourself and have a good time like relax a little bit you're 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 stressing too much um but yeah, it, it was a weird situation. And uh, just to go back for a second, Lee made a comment and I want to hear your thoughts. Cause this really shook me at the end of the episode. And I, and I, I talked about it in the almost famous podcast, but I, I we didn't get to expand on it. And I don't want to quote him word for word. Cause I don't, I don't, I, I just don't have it in front of me, but it said something along the lines of when I anger somebody or when somebody's upset and I just look at them and smile and they get more upset. That brings me joy or yeah. something along those lines. Do yeah. you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, Can you you get any darker?
0: No, it's like a true sociopath. That's, like, really bad. Like,
1: that's messed up. Yeah. That's, like, really bad.
0: Yeah, it it seems like he's really good at acting one way, and then he's, like, secretly, extremely, like, just, like, villainous. I don't know. He's really bad. I I really dislike him. I'm concerned he's going to end up in Paradise.
1: No, I don't think, I think the show's done with him.
0: Okay, good. Well, that's that's a good transition. I want to talk about the Paradise cast, which was announced today, at least part of it. Okay. I'm going to run down some names, okay? Raven, yeah. love Raven, excited yeah. about that. Craziest story I've ever heard on The Bachelor, Bachelorette is Raven talking about when she beat up her, her ex with the show. <laughs> that was the crazy, I'm, I'm not over it, I'm still not over it. I actually actually um, had the pleasure of chatting with Nick recently and asked him about that, and he was like, yeah, it was wild. Um, anyway, <laughs> Raven, Corinne, Amanda, hey, Amanda has two daughters, I do not support Amanda going to Paradise. Oh, she was on Your Season, I forgot about that.
1: She was, yes.
0: You don't need to comment on her. I know she's friend of the Lawrence. too too close to home. Alexis at the oh, back I
1: like Amanda. I, I I I do like Amanda a lot. I okay. I, I don't obviously I haven't had any contact with her. I don't know why she chose to go on. Um but she didn't ask me for my advice. So <laughs> she's going on. It's
0: yeah. We both you and I both would have advised against it, particularly Amanda. Um Alexis, yeah. who was the dolphin girl next season. I love Alexis. I'm very excited about this. Mm-hmm. um derek uh from jojo season who i do not remember at all
1: okay, neither um, do i i i wasn't that connected to that season
0: Demario, who just left today or yesterday interesting um i kind of want to give Demario a second chance rachel was absolutely right for sending him home but i just think i don't know he seems kind of fun
1: <laughs> yeah and at this point like that girl's not with him anymore you yeah, know exactly. that so he's totally. single
0: yeah. I know. Go for it, Demario. Um, Lacey yeah. from Nick's season, who I barely remember. Christina from Nick's season, who was great. She's the Russian woman who, um, mm-hmm. was cool. Nick from JoJo's season. Nick was like tight with Chad last year in Paradise. I don't know if you watch Paradise. It's, do you watch Paradise, Ben? doesn't really seem like your style. I, uh, it,
1: I do. I, I tune in every once in a while for a good laugh. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't remember Nick, though. I, I, I've, I, I have no clue who that is, but, uh, um, okay. I do. I mean, I'll watch. It. I'll watch myself in paradise. It's the only time I get to see the the, the ladies from my season of The Bachelor date again, which That's is was fun to see. I'd like to see them find somebody. I, I I'm cheering for them.
0: Only only Amanda from your season announced so far. Pretty crazy um then there's danielle the nurse who didn't know even though she's a nurse didn't know that her um fiance was an addict which was very weird although and then he died so i don't want to joke about it um taylor from the bachelor from next season who was corinne's nemesis so they'll certainly be fighting then we got robbie who was jojo's um runner-up ben z from caitlin season so you know him do you like him
1: uh, i do like ben yeah he's a super nice guy he I don't think this is his his arena. Um, <laughs> I don't see him fitting in. Well, I mean, I think the guys will like him. I think the girls will obviously like him. But he's he is a he is a very nice, just soft spoken guy. Like I, I, but but he's ripped. So I mean, Par- maybe paradise is his deal. He's shirtless the whole time.
0: <laughs> um, how, counterpoint: He had that massive shoulder tattoo that just looked like like a mess of something and I, I don't know if he mm. wants that on display all the time but that's just me
1: no this that could get some heat uh, it will I, <laughs> I I want the best for Ben he he really is a good dude
0: okay um he because he was on the show you were Ben H and I'll always think of you as Ben H because there was also Ben Z
1: mm-hmm. um <laughs> there's Ben the, hey, and real quick this is funny we we give Ben crap uh a lot on this uh when we talk to him because Ben Z has also been known to um for for a while like after uh, i think it was my season he he was just i think because he's such a nice guy he's a friend but he was in contact with a couple of the women from my season um and so we always laugh like paradise would be a spot but then everybody would like converge on him because they've all talked to him before but i i honestly think he was talking to them as friends that's funny and then obviously in the world of the bachelor people don't just want to be friends
0: right um
1: so i think he not uh, he here got to make friends no, but I hit the good point. Yes, we're not here to fake.
0: Um, nice. good one. Okay, then there's Vinny from JoJo season, who is fine, and Alex, who I don't recall at all, also from JoJo season. Whatever, cool. There'll be more people That's going. Quite the lineup, in. though. Yeah, it's it's really recent. I guess it's like recency bias. I'm sure there'll be what some. What you like, think about Robbie? Random people. Um, Robbie never wore socks, like literally ever, and mm. um, that terrible feet. Yeah, it's probably a smelly feet. I, Robbie was fine. He's not my guy, but that's fine. There's yep. no one here who I'm like, "Yes, I love them." Um but, you know, I think it'll be good. I'm actually more excited about a uh, Bachelor Winter Games, which is coming in February, which I I don't know what it is, so I'm excited about it. It's like I think it's going to be like Bachelor Pad but cold. It I don't I I think they might like- not.
1: <laughs> I I just honestly asked the question. I wonder if anybody actually knows what it is, but I guess we'll wait and see. I don't.
0: Um, Last piece of news, and then our final final moment of Rachel. Um, Us Weekly reported over the weekend, or maybe early last week, or uh, end of last week, that Rachel dated, while in college, the one and only Kevin Durant of the Golden State Warriors and likely NBA Finals MVP. I... Mm -hmm have questions only person or only source only outlet on this is us magazine and they they reference an insider but they don't name anyone and if Rachel was already okay. on this show how could we have not have known this already
1: I I guess that from what the story I've heard she told Nick and it just wasn't aired it, wasn't oh, really? shown. it just didn't seem yeah it just didn't seem I think like a storyline that really uh, made anything more of the show or got to know her better um but good for kevin durant man rachel's a great <laughs> great woman like i know, you he, know missed he might out. be a world champion but yeah i mean she's the bachelorette
0: wow so you you're <laughs> confirming this wow that's that's big okay i mean i can't believe I mean, it i haven't
1: I, I know as much as you do i just know that i think it i i just i just assume it's true because of the sources I've heard it from.
0: Right. Okay. Good to know. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Ben. Very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, just call me Nick. No, it's just I'm sorry, I almost did. It's because we were just we're talking right. about Nick. You know, you mentioned him. Sorry, my mm. bad. Nick will be excited mm. about that if he if he listens to this podcast, which is not <laughs> likely. Um, well, maybe I'll tell him to. Um, okay. Finally, I just wanted to celebrate the best moment of Rachel from this week, which was
2: when she sent Demario home. Let's just listen to the audio. I just need you to understand. That I need a man. Mm-hmm. Who, when they're confronted with a difficult situation, Correct. they don't start lying about yeah. it. I need someone who owns their mistakes right. when they're presented to them. I, I and I agree. gave you time after time after time standing in that gym looking like a damn fool yeah. to give you yeah. an opportunity to explain yourself. Right. And to be honest with you, if you had been like, you know what, Rachel, I. Up. Yep. This is what the situation was mm-hmm. right before I got here. But this is why I did it. Correct. You honestly probably would be in the mansion right now. Yeah. But that's not mm-hmm. what you did. And what I saw mm-hmm. in the gym mm-hmm. yesterday, that was a boy. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a man. And I feel like yeah. I have some amazing men in that house who are here for me. So yeah. I'm glad that you've realized that you should move forward. Mm-hmm. But I need you to know that forward isn't that way to the yeah. mansion. Okay. Forward is outside of it. So, I'm glad that this has been a life lesson. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you gave me the quote about the joy and the pain. Mm-hmm. And I hope that the pain that you've gotten from this gives you joy somewhere else. It's just not here right now. Thank you. Wow. What a girl.
0: She is a forceful, strong woman who I know mm-hmm. will get rid of, get rid of Lee because it's the right thing to do. And I, I love her. She's great. She really is like a high quality person.
1: Oh, she's amazing. I mean, I, she's amazing. Have I got you to met meet her? her a couple weeks ago at Dot. I did at a Dodgers game, um, two weeks ago. And we were very quick. Just I, hi, you know, how you doing? I'm Ben. She's like, well, I'm Rachel. And I was like, I know I've watched on TV. Mm. Um, but the, she's great. I mean, I'm watching her so far and I've heard, you know, I'm still in close contact with a lot of the producers and, um, staff on the show. And it sounds like she just handled herself well. And she committed to the, to the process, she committed to the the long hours and the long days to make the most of the experience, um, and they all seem to really like her, which is great because there's a lot of good people that work on this show. So it's nice to hear that the the lead um, treats them well.
0: That's awesome. Um, well, this has been super fun as always, um, Ben. I always. Thank you for coming on. I uh, I'm really glad that you still have time for me, even though you're almost famous. And uh, you know whenever whenever you want to come back, we're, we're the this podcast is ready to have you. Um, thanks again. Wow, this yeah, is great. Yeah, it's a, it's a standing invitation. And if you know you want a second podcast, we could figure it out. Um,
1: well, thanks, Juliet. It's always good to talk to you. It really is. Oh, I thank I, I you. I enjoy it a lot.
0: Thank you. Uh, thank you to Hotel Tonight. Don't forget to watch binge mode, and I'll be back next week. Bye, Ben.
1: See hey, Juliet.